Don't get hung up on the word weapon. When you're looking at tools or devices to help you defend yourself from violence. If you haven't been studying martial arts or a combative art for years, and you're not big and physically powerful, you may need a device or something to help you defend yourself from that person who has studied fighting, who is larger and stronger than you. And we can't get hung up on the word weapon and let that interfere with us. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Coffee with Alan. Good morning. I'm going a little bit earlier today, so probably many people will catch this on the replay. And I appreciate everybody that does catch it on the replay and comments. I'll reply to comments later as well. I'm here and I got a Reflex Protect tactical shirt and I got a Reflex Protect mug because as soon as I am done with this live broadcast, I'm going upstairs, putting my contact lenses in, out the door and go do some training, Reflex Protect. It's here in town, so I was able to just do the live now and then head out the door. Good morning, Michael. Appreciate you showing up, saying hello. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So let's talk about weapons. And I bring this up because I've had places say we're not interested in reflex protect because it's a weapon i don't like to call it a weapon i call it a self-defense tool chemical agent spray to defend yourself but you can classify it as a weapon and that's why people get we can't have weapons in here but the thing is that's a weapon remember john wick killed three the legend was in the first movie second movie he killed a few more with a pencil what is a weapon Tactical pens are popular. You can carry them just about anywhere. I don't like the word tactical pen because that's implying that maybe it is a weapon, correct? And you can definitely defend yourself with one, but I'd rather just call it my sturdy pen, not tactical pen or a weapon. But tactical pen is a buzzword, so sometimes on videos I might use that, right? But are those weapons? Are they pens? Is that a pencil? Is it a weapon? I can hurt somebody with this as I can with this, right? So what is a weapon? TSA catches me with this. They're going to take it away. It's a little coubaton, pocket stick, keychain. I get caught with that by TSA. It's on the list. I cannot take this on an airplane. Okay. It's a weapon, but I can take this on an airplane. All right. I can't take this, but I can take this. And I did a two DVD set with Paladin Press on how to use this, right? So what is a weapon? When it comes to improvised weapons, something I've talked about before. It's a mindset more than an object. That's why this can be a weapon. That's why your keys can be a weapon. Anything I get a hold of can be a weapon. Go find a public building that doesn't have a fire extinguisher. Schools, hospitals, churches, public buildings, they all have fire extinguishers. They are required to have them. And I'll show you how to use that as a weapon. I do that in my active shooter response classes. Very effective as a weapon. You got a knife, I got a fire extinguisher, I'm going to win. That fire extinguisher reaches out way farther than a knife. You have a gun, I'm going to ambush you at a corner, spray you, smack you in the head with it, right? Weapons are a mindset more than objects. Good morning, Robert. Appreciate you being here and saying hello. Hope you're having a great day. And that's, you know, when you walk into a building, no weapons allowed. You know, am I not allowed? Because, you know, the the old myth was I had to register my hands as deadly weapons because I'm a black belt. 
which is garbage. Nobody ever had to register their hands because they were a black belt. That's an old myth that's, you know, started sort of in the 70s and some people still believe it today. But no, you don't have to register your hands as weapons when you're a black belt. But if that were true, am I not allowed in the place that says no weapons? Can I take my pen into that place? Can I take my cane into that place? You know, most of those places, they don't want you taking firearms or certain knives. Because sometimes they'll let you take a small knife, but not a big knife. Uh, You can kill somebody with a small knife. So it really doesn't make a lot of sense to get hung up on what a weapon is or what this is. The fact of the matter, this is a defensive tool. It's a good defensive tool. You can stop somebody from a distance. You don't have to be right up close like you'd have to be with a pin or any of the other handheld gadgets that they sell for women's self-defense or personal self-defense. A lot of times you have to be within striking range with that gadget for it to work. This, you can do it from 15 feet away, so you don't have to get as close. So it's a very good tool. It's not a magic wand. If you don't get them in the eyes, it's not going to work. If they have eye protection, it's not going to work. But in a lot of situations, it's a very good tool. That's why I work with the company, and I believe in it. The problem is... If I go downtown and I just start spraying people with this, I'm breaking the law and I'm going to get arrested. Just like if I went downtown and started stabbing people with my pen, I would be breaking the law and get arrested. It is only, only for defending yourself. And that's what we teach in the classes to the different organizations that purchase this for employees. They, they go through a user training. We teach what it is, when and when not to use it which means you only use it to protect a person from being hurt. It's not a classroom management tool for teachers or a patient management tool for nurses. It is only to defend people from being hurt. And in that capacity, if you are justified to spray somebody to defend yourself, you are also justified to hit somebody to defend yourself, whether it's with this or a cane or a coubaton. I mean, if you're justified to use force to defend yourself, you're justified, regardless of the tool you use. Now, if it's a lethal force, when we get into firearms, then there's a different level, right? And so we have to go into lethal force versus non-lethal force. But we don't have to worry about that if you have a non-lethal defensive spray, whether it's reflex protect or pepper spray or something else. I prefer this because it doesn't cross-contaminate everybody else in the room like pepper spray. You know, it was made to use indoors, but the same rule applies for pepper spray or anything else. And so I just wanted to go on that little bit rant this morning because people get so hung up on that word. And I've had people tell me that, well, we're not having reflex protect and it's a weapon. What are your people going to use to defend themselves? You want me to teach them how to use a fire extinguisher as a weapon? Because a fire extinguisher is a weapon when it's used as a weapon. Pantyhose. Going to keep all the ladies from wearing pantyhose in your building? There's case law in Montana. We read the case in my criminal law class when I went to law school where a pair of pantyhose was deemed a lethal weapon when a man used a pair to strangle and kill a woman. Pantyhose. Lethal weapon. See how it gets silly when we're worrying about what the term is and what it means? What we ought to be thinking about is how can we defend ourselves? How can we defend others? What tools are readily available and the most efficient and effective ways to help people defend themselves? I think Reflex Protect is one of the best for non-lethal ways to defend yourself. 
It takes minimal training and it's non-lethal. So you don't have to go into the lethal force and have as much training as you would have to have if you're going to carry a firearm, which is lethal force. And I own firearms and I'm not against firearms. If you are a responsible firearm owner and you have the proper training and you keep up with that training to carry that firearm. So you have a lot less hurdle with this. It doesn't take as much training and it's non-lethal. So you don't have the severe consequences as well as you would with a firearm. So that's just what I wanted to talk about today and have a little bit of a rant because I hear these people getting all messed up with terms and words that really don't mean much, do they? When I just showed you examples that sort of throw that you know, in the wind. Dixon says, way to go, Reflex Protect. Appreciate that, Dixon. Thank you for joining this morning. So I am going to sign off after my little rant. I hope it gave you something to think about. And when you hear people talking about weapons, or, you know, maybe you can enlighten them a little bit about what is a weapon. Can't bring my pencil in because I'm just as good with this pencil as John Wick. It's not that tough. Hold it like this, jab them in the eye and stick it as far on there as you can. It's a weapon. It's also really handy to write things if you want to erase. Okay. So with that, go out, have a terrific Thursday. I'm going to go here and got 45 minutes until my first Reflex Protect class begins for today. Going to be teaching several of them. Going to be teaching a bunch of people on how to use this to keep themselves safe if they have to and give them one more tool, little peace of mind that they can defend themselves if violence happens and their other tools like communication and de-escalation fail. Go out, make it a terrific Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow at the regular scheduled time of eight o'clock. And last thing I'll remind you, sign up for the newsletter if you haven't signed up for it. Enjoylifesafely.com. Lots of good stuff in that newsletter. Go make it a terrific Thursday.